All right, welcome to another episode of the program, uh, Rafai Speaks on Politics. And uh, I want to quickly comment on what is happening in our national life. Uh, this will be for about five, ten minutes. But I want to let you know that we all need to be careful. The recent happenings, you know, the recent talk by people from various areas of this country have been really shocking as regards our national life and what is happening as regards the banditry. And we should never forget that history teaches us that a lot might happen if we don't do what is right for our country. We all remember the story of Rwanda and we saw what happened in Rwanda. A particular group of people had been neglected and people have been hurt. There was corruption in governance. Everything culminated into the plane of the president being shut down. And then the strife and the hacking to death of fellow citizens happened in Rwanda. What I expect our political class should be doing now is should be calling all parties together. And we should be speaking in one voice as regards peace. We should be able to condemn criminality in what it's worth. Totally. If criminals are kidnapping and hurting people for their criminal gains, we should be able to condemn them, not by saying we shouldn't call them criminals. Criminals are criminals. And that's why I ask, what should we call them? National treasures, people that kidnapped 300 girls again in Zamfara? What should we call them? What should we call them? They're criminals. Let's call a criminal a criminal. Let's not be too political and try to throw the baby away with the bathwater. We're dealing with criminality. Can we fix it? Yes. There is no legitimacy for criminality. If you say because you've been hurt, you've been left behind, that doesn't make you go out there and commit crime. Those that commit crime will definitely face the full wrath of the law and the consequences of the law. Let's be clear on that. Let's not justify any ethnic separatism of some sort. It's not about a tribe here. It's most importantly about how governance and the governmental structure have to be upheld in Nigeria so that it can benefit everybody. We need to be able to build a Nigeria that it doesn't care, doesn't matter where you are from. You can enjoy the fruit of the land. Be you Igbo, Yoruba, Hausa, Ebibio, Afik, and all of that. So that's the way Nigeria should be formulated. And for this to happen, we need governance. We need a lot of governance. We need, you know, a good representation of minor groups, major groups, and we need people to be adequately represented. Nigeria is a collection of many nation states. If it's restructuring, if it's regionalism, there has to be devolution of power more to the people. One of the biggest problems is this unitary system that every power goes to the center. It can't continue that way. Because when power is accumulated in the center, it cannot reach the grassroots. Bureaucracy and red tape takes everything away. We live in a country where people lose close to 1.4 trillion in terms of effective manpower, monetary circulation to traffic situation in Lagos alone. You can't run a country that way that everything has to be in Abuja. People want power in their neighborhood. They want the local government structure to work. Even if it's a regional system, they want it to work. 
because it has to be close to them in the grassroots for them to be able to enjoy the dividends of democracy. And that's what people want. So the earlier we understand this, the better it is for all of us. And most importantly, politicians should make their aspiration more about to better the lives of the citizens. The reason why you're there as a politician is to be able to work so hard to better the life of a citizen. It is only in this country people get excited going to politics. In other parts of the world, when they know the service that comes with politics, they run away from politics. In Germany recently, after Angela Merkel came in again, she was uh, sworn in, it took her time to find an economic minister because nobody wanted to do the job. Nobody wanted to be the minister of economics in Germany. Because you go there to serve, you don't go there to make money. But here, the reverse is the case. Everybody goes there to make money. That shouldn't be the case. It should be about service. It should be about people willing to come serve their nation. And that's the way it is in other parts of the world. Nobody goes into politics to make money. Honestly, nobody gets rich. No American president ever got rich while he was president. They always got rich after they left the office. And they use their influence from politics to be able to get something from themselves, not when they are in office. But for us here, everybody that gets into political office gets rich overnight. The money we're paying, we need to slash that money. Slash it so much. And that's how we can truly build this country. And let's stop fanning the embers of tribal division. All of those that are saying things and saying, oh, it's a Fulani cause, it's a Yoruba cause. It's a... We, we need to stop. We need to stop. We must respect the fact that we are different, yes, but we must understand our differences and work together and see how we can synergize to make the country better. All that comes out of our country is bad news. It's getting too much. We can't continue this way. The leadership must stand up. The stakeholders must stand up. The people must stand up. Everything must be done to ensure that our country works and our country becomes a blessed nation and it's a signature of all lies. So this is just some insight. I hope this blesses a lot of people out there.